you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. We are recording in process. The Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So uh, this week on the podcast, um, we're kind of in between uh, conversations and series. Um, we were kind of kicking around some ideas, and we uh, just thought we would dive a little bit into the book of Proverbs. And so we're going to look at Proverbs 1 today. And so, Zach, as you look at Proverbs 1 today, what are some things um, that come to mind for you? Well, it's 33 verses long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> um, no, really, Proverbs is, uh, it, at least in my world, uh, maybe it's just because of me, uh, I don't feel like it gets enough attention. And uh, so I, I love uh, sitting down and taking a look. And uh, I made the comment before that I think a lot of times we look at the book of Proverbs as a continuation of Psalms. In some ways it is, but it's not because it's a completely different writer, even though uh, it's Solomon writing, uh, who is who is David's son, and we believe that David wrote a ton of the Proverbs. So um, just kind of a little bit of the context there catches my attention a little bit. Um, but I think my favorite thing out of um, chapter one is, is starting in verse... 20. Wisdom shouts in the street. In the public square, she raises her voice. Above the noisy crowd, she calls out at the entrance of the city gates. She has her say. I love, I love that early on in this book, uh, Solomon, the writer, whomever, names wisdom her. That, that wisdom has not only this voice that, that shouts out and demands attention and demands um, I don't know, respect and authority, but that it has the power to do so and, and the power in this feminine voice to do so in a time in which feminine voices were not raised up, uh, especially in this time, right? And for whatever reason, uh, I love that imagery uh, and naming wisdom uh, feminine and, and just the power that it takes for it to shout out, to cry out, to take that authority. And, and for me in my own life, letting that resonate, uh, because I am surrounded by very wise women who shout into my life all the time, uh, whether I listen or not, that's another thing, right? Um, but it's so powerful. And I, I love that in not only the context there, but the context in our day-to-day our -day lives. And I think it sets up the whole book of Proverbs well, if it's going to be this wisdom book, and here's the face of wisdom. So, well, I totally agree with everything you say. And, and even the uh, women shouting at you are usually because of something you did, not necessarily. Uh, 100%. Uh, which is usually like something you probably should do or do better of. I mean, <laughs> uh, I've played Xbox with you and have heard the uh, conversations that you and Michael have had. Yeah. Uh, so I know that most of the time it's all your fault. Um, so, <laughs> you know, you're talking about the verse that you like, the, the verse that kind of drew attention to me. And this is one that always has kind of stuck with me. And it, started with Francis Chan as um, when he talked about his idea of um, fear of the Lord. Um, but uh, verse seven, wisdom begins with fear of the Lord. 
but fools despise wisdom and instruct. Um, I, I, I like that verse because the idea of fear isn't the idea of fear of horrific fear. Um, and I, and I say that because I think it, when I, when you hear fear, a lot of times you go to that like horror movie, scare the crap out of you kind of fear. This kind of fear is in, and I love how Francis Chan talks about the respect, um, and, and how, um, you know, that this right here is not fear of like being afraid. It's a fear of respect. And, um, and that like that idea that wisdom begins with the respect of the Lord, you know, I think about that and I think about, you know, you talked about what you had said about the wisdom, uh, being breathed into you, um, that respect that we have, uh, for people when we listen to them and we respect them, we listen to them and we honor them by listening. And I think a lot of our struggles and discontents and a lot of things that we deal with, uh, that are, uh, can be difficult begin with a lack of listening. Um, and so I definitely believe that like the wisdom definitely begins with the fear of the Lord. Um, and that, um, and then that second line there, but fools despise wisdom and instruct. And I think about with all that we've been through as in, in our world, um, uh, a lot of the decisions that are usually made, um, by our leadership tends to be, um, people who are not listening to wisdom and, and the instructions that are giving to them. And so it finds us in a worse place. And if, you know, sometimes if we let go of ourselves and actually listen to wisdom, you know, it'd be amazing to see how much better this world would be. And so like I, this line for me, uh, verse seven, just to me, it's the heart of what we do, but it's like the, um, it's kind of one of those things that's, it's just fun to, to play with and, and, to, and to wrestle with. Right. Well, and it's, maybe comforting to know that we've had this problem since the beginning of time, right? Um, in, in this respecting the things that we've learned, respecting the voices that are in our lives, and, and listening to the experience and wisdom that comes from uh, our elders, the people around us, whomever who have been through um, whatever it is we're going through, right? And saying, no, 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 it's okay, just hang on. Um, no, 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 this is how you get through it. And we're like, no, we're going to do it our way. Um, wisdom continues to say that throughout that we've been struggling with this literally forever, it seems. Um, look, I pour out my spirit on you. I reveal my words to you. I invite you, but you reject me. I stretch out my hand to you, but you paid no attention. You ignored all of my advice and you didn't want me to correct you. That, that wisdom that we miss, right? And, and, and you're right, it's that respect, it's that, that fear of the Lord, that respect of God, of here's, here's the thing, uh, here's what's going on, I'll, I'll hold you close. And we often take that and go, nope, I can do this, I got it, right? Uh, I don't need anybody else, you know, I'll figure it out on my own. And, and we reject that wisdom, we reject those, um, that spirit pouring into us and go, mm, got it. And, uh, I'd like to say that the last 18 months taught us something about that, but it seems as if we're uh, headed, you know, right back into that brick wall head first. Well, don't you think that a lot of times and, and think about like the work that you've done in the church and think about those times that um, the struggles that we've had in our churches become when we refuse to listen either uh, and to a wise situation. And, and if they would have paid attention or done it the right way, um, how much better things would have been. And, and, and think about like those experiences, like, um, you and I have been in churches where, man, if they would have done this right, like if they would have paid attention to the architect and built the way, built the wall the way they should have, we wouldn't be having the problems that we 
are now. Um, and, and I think that the idea of listening to wisdom, and that's, that's why like the book of Proverbs is so vital to our faith is that it, it provides us some wisdom, really, I think of listening. I think if anything, the book of Proverbs is calling us to listen. Um, which is something we struggle with. And it's something we've struggled with since the beginning. I mean, if you don't believe me, go back and read the book of Genesis and tell me that one, if they would have just listened and obeyed and had respect for the Lord, a lot of problems would be solved. <laughs> right. Well, and, and, and to say that, that if they would have just done the thing right, uh, that's, that's often where, where you and I fall into into that trap of if they'd have just done it my way, right? If they would have yeah. just listened to me, yeah. that's where we have to make that uh, space to listen. Uh, and and when we do good, bad, right, or wrong, right? If if we make that space to listen and we still fail or we still bump up against the wall, that's where grace comes in, right? Um, yeah, if you go back to Genesis and read these, if they would have just listened, but there's grace all along the way. Right. There's grace that moves them forward. There's grace that fills in those gaps doesn't make it easier. It's still hard as hell. Uh, and we still find that today. Grace doesn't make life easier. It just makes space for us to heal, to listen, to move forward. But we have to be careful and can't use that as a crutch either. Saying, I don't have to yeah. listen because there's going to be grace. And I think, right. And I think that that falls, um, that's something that we can fall into fairly quickly because we're like, Oh, I got grace. I don't, I don't need to do this. Like, no, like mm -hmm. it actually, like, I think grace actually makes you work harder Mm -hmm. um, because you know what the boundaries are and what we should, what we should do versus what we shouldn't do. Right. Well, it's, it, it brings us back to that respect and the intention of making space to listen, uh, to admit when we didn't, to, to know that we need, um, people, the spirit, whomever, and everyone to pour into us, to speak into us that wisdom that they've experienced and had so that we then can turn that back out to the people around us. Um, well, and I, and I think that that's definitely a good place for us to land today is where is God calling you to listen? Um, what are some places where you haven't listened? Um, and where are some places you could listen better and, and, and discern that and live into that a little bit better and, and see where that takes you. And, and, you know, I think that's a good place for us to land today. Um, and so we want to encourage you to go to our website at beardedtheologians.com. Check out all of our great content and uh, things that we have up there. We've got some really great uh, interviews and got some interviews on down the pike. That's going to be pretty fun. Um, and so encourage you to uh, tune in and uh, listen. Uh, we'd like for you to, uh, you know, give us the five stars and uh, let people know that we exist uh, by sharing us through your social medias. And so for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. I want you to subscribe and like this video and put that thumbs, push that thumbs up. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out. Always does. Always does.